And uh, time is now one thirty-five. I'd like to welcome Cruzy McCalligan for our midweek audio column. Cruz, it's so nice to speak to you this afternoon. How, how are you? Hi, good afternoon, Noz. Well, I'm uh, holed up at home like I'm assuming most people are at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching from the window as it goes like really tempesty, big winds and lots of rain and then it will stop and then I'll be like, ah, oh, this is so overrated and then it'll come back again. So I'm not I'm not saying anything. Yeah, well, you know, um, just as we, we feel like uh, Compass is de- departing, if you like, I feel like it's pretty windy out there now. It was, yeah, I, I don't know, but who knows? It really depends on where you are in Hong Kong. Uh, in Kowloon Tong, it's, it, it was really, really windy. Now I'm looking at, now I can't see any trees, not that they've all fallen, but um, I'm just looking at people's balconies, really, on yeah. broadcast drive. Anyway, the laundry flapping about. <laughs> exactly. So that's a good indication. So what have you got for our <laughs> listeners this afternoon? All right. Well, recently in Hong Kong, probably due to some of uh, this typhoon weather and the season that we are approaching, the temperature has dropped on occasion to 25 degrees Celsius, which is basically Arctic for us. Um, and so it's made me think a lot about kind of autumnal trends and things like that. And of course, um, we obviously see a correlation between like the US and um, the kind of trends that come about when people start talking about autumn and Thanksgiving and all those sorts of things. And I've seen the resurgence, as always, our yearly seasonal resurgence of pumpkin spice. Is yes. that sort of related to sort of pumpkin l- lattes? And, and Yes. So, oh, okay. So this is the interesting thing. So pumpkin spice is has been made quite famous by exactly what you said. Starbucks made a pumpkin spice latte, right? And we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. So that kind of created this sort of element. It's a very clever marketing decision by Starbucks to create this seasonal blended drink. But pumpkin spice has then become kind of a cultural phenomenon around autumn time or fall, if you're American. And um, I'm not American, so I will say autumn. <laughs> um, so basically, it's, um, yeah, so around We autumn, have a very international audience, so that's fine. Fall, yeah. autumn, yeah. Fall, autumn, I don't know what else you'd call it. Um, just September, October. Yeah, October. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so um, so around autumn, we obviously have like a lot of. Uh, there was Canadian Thanksgiving recently. I know that from having Canadian friends. The U.S. Thanksgiving comes up in November. So like it's that kind of time of year where people are quite in, and I understandably with like harvests and different. Um, we're obviously in the tropics, but if you're thinking about northern hemisphere or um, countries which have those sorts of. Uh, seasons, seasonal things between like pumpkin harvest and gourds and all those sorts of squashes and things like that, which makes sense. Everything becomes about pumpkins at this time of year because that's when you're harvesting those vegetables, right? So it makes sense. Now, pumpkin spice, um, as I said, had become this kind of bizarre cultural phenomenon, which has found its way into a lot of people's lives around this time of year as a genius marketing ploy. But if we look back at the history of pumpkin spice, um, where does it come from? What is it? What, um, have you ever experienced actually, Noz? Have you ever had a pumpkin spice latte from 
Starbucks or oh, anywhere I, I, else. I was afraid you'd ask me. No, I've, I've, I'm not very adventurous. I'm, you say I'm not a big coffee drinker. I, I'm sure oh, the sure. listeners are so bored of me saying. I think every program I've, I've mentioned, it gives me this feeling of sort of an impending doom feeling. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this to you as well. Yeah, um, an existential crisis in a But cup, I am sure. a fan of pumpkin soup. Mm. Is, is it similar? Like coffee, yeah, so coffee with pumpkin soup style? Yeah, so this is interesting. So this is, I, I think I've been subconsciously inspired by my column today because that's what I've done with my day. I made an enormous pumpkin soup and I wish you could come over and have a cup because so it is lovely. perfect, perfect for a day like this. Anyway, pumpkin spice um, is a combination of flavors. It's a group of, um, around, of allspice, cinnamon, cloves, ginger. And um, and nutmeg. And while nutmeg has been around for around 35,000 years, this grouping of it with allspice, cinnamon, cloves and ginger didn't happen until the 20th century. Now, all of those spices I just mentioned are obviously very Christmassy kind of spices anyway. I'm sure if I've the way when I say them, you can imagine what they smell like. You can smell them. Right. Um, And that kind of grouping of them didn't happen until the 20th century. The Chicagoist. Uh, publication found the earliest mention of pumpkin spice in a pumpkin spice cakes recipe that was published in 1936 by the Washington Post. Up until the 1950s, recipes um, like this contained actual pumpkin, but things changed when spice companies like McCormick, which is quite a famous one, you'll probably find McCormick spices in any supermarket, began packaging the blend and selling it as pumpkin pie spice and then shortened it to pumpkin spice in the 1960s, right? So it was packaged as these spices that obviously would be a delicious addition to your pumpkin pie. Kind of um, like the Chinese they... five spice, like everything yes, is just exactly. mixed together. Yeah, exactly oh, very nice. that. Yeah, so the collection of American household spices were never the same. And this new combination was super, super popular. And the love of pumpkin spice has only grown since then. So most of the 21st century popularity we can attribute to the Starbucks pumpkin spice latte, which is super interesting. Although other coffee companies experimented with fall flavors during the 1990s, Starbucks was the one who released this beverage in 2003. Um, and then the pumpkin spice latte almost didn't exist because actually a lot of people worried the spices of having a pumpkin spice coffee drink dominated the drink, leaving little coffee taste. But consumers didn't seem to care, and the product launched with huge success. Um, and the years after, customers would anxiously wait for the pumpkin spice latte to return every autumn so they could get their pumpkin spice fix which is hilarious because Starbucks was making millions and millions of dollars every year from a drink that did not contain real pumpkin. I'll tell you who who is a a big fan of that. I think Alison Howe. I think Ali Ah. Howe likes that. And also maybe the gingerbread one. I'm not sure, but she, mm. she she's pretty adventurous when it comes to coffee drinking. Oh, that's good. Yes. But apparently in 2015, Starbucks Corporation did begin including pumpkin in the mix, along with the spices, caramel, coffee, and a lot of sugar. So it's super interesting. So since the rise of um, the pumpkin spice, uh, spice latte, the spice combination has found its way into every area of life because it's really a cultural phenomenon and it's become a marker of that change of season. So from dessert to dog food to uh, like I found I saw candles online, laundry detergent, absolutely anything. If you look hard enough. Air freshener, kind of, Febreze. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a pumpkin spiced flavor scent or decor absolutely anywhere. Um, 
But people do think that the pumpkin spice bubble may have already popped and the trend passed its prime. Because once trends reach such a mass popularity, it's not long before they kind of go from obsession to overkill. Um, so that's sort of interesting. Consumers aren't actually craving the flavor like they used to. Um, so, yeah. Now, um, while the trend is making its descent, it's doing so from really, really great heights because in its prime, the pumpkin spice latte was, um, was, it is a cultural phenomenon. And what's really hilarious is Starbucks was able to convince us that the drink should only be consumed during autumn months, which increased its demand, which is ridiculous. You know, you could probably have pumpkin spice flavored something at another time of year, but because they make it such a limited window where you can get this beverage, it increases its popularity even more. And even though employees concerns about the flavor to coffee ratio were actually correct you know like you can't really taste the coffee customers weren't really phased because they didn't pay they didn't really buy the drink for the coffee but for the experience <laughs> so it's not even about having a drink i don't actually think a lot of people would say they like it they just like the idea of it which is just such a fascinating thing to me um yeah so and they said that in um in 2014 that the pump, pumpkin spice was, um, they looked back at during, in 2014, there was a culinary food trend analyst who said that during the 2008 recession, pumpkin became recognized as part of the comfort food trend. Obviously, 2008 wasn't a great year for a lot of people. And the, the pumpkin's relationship to holidays and coming together and that change of season and being cozy brought so much comfort to so many people who were struggling at the time that it has a really powerful association with wholesomeness and certainty. So it's incredible that this spice blend can actually be something that's that meaningful to people. You know what I mean? That that's what it represents. It represents this changing of seasons and coming together, even if you don't even like the actual drink or the actual spice blend yourself or you don't put it in anything or anything like that. Um, do you ever use those flavors around when you're cooking at Christmas time or autumn time or anything? No, I, I, I feel like I'm missing out now. I don't actually have any pumpkin spice at home. I yeah, maybe maybe I'll try and get the. But I'm not a big fan of sort of scented things either, like candles and stuff. But I don't know. Oh, maybe right. I could. I um, Cruz, just hold that thought. I've got a quick um, a, a announcement that the, the weather forecast uh, from the observatory. The number eight northeast gale or storm signal is still in force. That means that the winds uh, with mean speed of 63 kilometers per hour or more are expected from the northeast quarter. And uh, rain bands associated with Kompasu will continue to affect the coast of Guangdong. And um, however, as Kompasu departs, local winds are expected to weaken gradually in the afternoon. Afternoon, the gale or storm signal number eight will remain in force before 4 p.m. Right. This afternoon, Cruzy McCalligan joins us for our midweek audio column, and she's telling us about pumpkin spice. H have you tried the pumpkin spice coffee before? Are, so are, are you a fan? I'm, yeah. So I think I'm very guilty of buying into exactly what the whole pumpkin spice trend is about, and that is the experience, the idea of it rather than the actual thing. Even though I enjoy all of those flavors, I love nutmeg and ginger and cloves and cinnamon. Um, they're delicious and I love them all together. And I love Christmassy smells and flavors, but I think I don't necessarily, couldn't actually tell you that I honestly think that a pumpkin spice latte is my favorite drink, but I would buy one. But I would have to buy a novelty like seasonal beverage if it's really cold. I can't have 
like one of those uber sweet kind of drinks unless it's really really cold outside and then it then I find it very comforting otherwise I find it quite sickly you know like even like a gingerbread latte or something is delicious if it's cold outside and the drink Mm. is hot Um, but otherwise not really but as we were saying you know pumpkin spice um, is fascinatingly popular and it's an incredible example in some brilliant marketing in how you take a product to a cultural phenomenon in just a decade so in um, Forbes reported that um, in 2018, the pumpkin spice industrial complex is more than a $600 million market, um, which was up from $500 million just three years prior in 2015. So in three years... The marketing, branding, use of pumpkin spice in seasonal, like fall or autumn-based products, was increased by a hundred million dollars a year. It's six hundred million U.S. dollars a year. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, so, of course, uh, this is really fascinating, and it's become this really unpopular thing. Now, of course, we realise that a novelty beverage from Starbucks isn't necessarily marketed as a nutrition food. That's a comfort food. But there's a reason to believe that pumpkin spice is healthy for us in its its raw ingredients, right? The cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, and cloves. Those are a healthy dose of antioxidants and antimicrobial agents. And while, um, yeah, so, and of course, pumpkins themselves, while often used for decoration for Thanksgiving and autumn, they're packed with important vitamins and minerals that boost our system. So in a way, pumpkin spices is actually, could be very, very healthy for us. Mm. Um, Cinnamon and nutmeg have the highest concentration of salicylic acid, which is an important um, compound for anti-inflammation. the, the pumpkin spice blend itself um, can have some health benefits. Of course, if you're putting it in a pie, as it was originally marketed as pumpkin pie spice, um, and you're packing that pie with butter and sugar, then it's probably not going to be <laughs> as nutritious for you. Um, cinnamon, um, we know, is potentially effective in decreasing blood sugar and cholesterol while increasing HDL, which is good cholesterol in people with type 2 diabetes. Ginger can contribute to a healthier gut and is possibly effective with helping with nausea and vomiting and a whole bunch of other things. We know that, I mean, we well, look, we're in Hong Kong. We know ginger is a delight, right? Um, we know the magic of ginger. Um, so, yes, and of course, there's a mental health boost mm-hmm. from pumpkin spice. Uh, pumpkin spice-based foods. And that's the interesting psychological um, perspective, that there's something very comforting about pumpkin spice at that time of the year. In the same way, there's something comforting in those sorts of smells of Christmas. Um, even though we live in Hong Kong, we've never had a white Christmas. Pine trees don't grow here naturally. Um, but those smells that we associate with those different seasons have a lovely, um, a very reassuring to people. They bring up more memories. Smell is connected to memories. So those kinds of ideas about finding a smell and a flavor combination that we can associate with a season is a genius marketing and also just capitalizing on all of those habits that we have as human beings to connect the two. Mm, And I think um, in an American Thanksgiving, do people have pumpkin pie as well? So maybe it sort of of tags, you know, it's two festivals, if if you like. Chrissy, just hold that thought. Um, I've got another uh, transport department announcement. Uh, Due to the strong wind condition, the following uh, special traffic transport arrangements have been implemented in the Shenzhen Bay Bridge. The speed limit of the Shenzhen Bay Bridge is now lowered from 100 kilometers per hour to 50 kilometers per hour. And um, a, a quick announcement uh, again from the transport department. The only lane of the slip road leading from Lungcheon Road, Kuntong bound to 
Po Kwong Village Road and the slow lane of Lung Chung Road, Kuantong Bound, near Ching Kwan Center, which were closed due to dangerous signboard, have now been reopened to all traffic. So members of the public are advised to pay close attention uh, to radio and TV announcements of the latest traffic conditions. So yes, it, it was just um, it was just Canadian Thanksgiving, and I think uh, coming up in November will be American Thanksgiving. So maybe it's even though that maybe the bubble has bursted, I'm sure pumpkin pie itself will still be quite a popular oh, choice. Oh, I have no doubt. I'm sure it will be on so many menus. And it is because this time of the year is when people are harvesting them, therefore they're eating mm. them. It makes a lot of sense. But also uh, pumpkins are, I mean... Pumpkin uh, Halloween pie. as well. Of course, yes. of course. Absolutely. <laughs> we just <laughs> yeah, both forgot, forgot about that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it is exactly that. And I, I mean, of course, as we mentioned, pumpkin spice doesn't actually have to contain pumpkin. They call it pumpkin spice because it was a spice blend originally intended for pumpkin pie. Um, so that was like the, the spices that you could add to a pumpkin pie. But of course, uh, pumpkins themselves are incredibly good for us. They're loaded with vitamin A and they have a lot of carotenoids. Um, even their seeds are rich in carotenoids. Um, they're good. For, so the vitamin A is good for our vision health, our immunity, cell division. Um, it's all of these wonderful things. It's a good source of potassium. Um, it's uh, it's great. It's it's great at helping prevent heart disease, promoting brain health. It's just a nice, healthy food. A pumpkin, really. It's very high in water. It's very high in water content, which is also great. Um, so it's a wonderful thing. And of course, pumpkin we can use for so many different things. I have started using. I mean. I know from one mother to another mother how hard it can be sometimes to get good things into our children's mouths, <laughs> just eat the vegetables. <laughs> um, I've started using pumpkin puree in sauces and things like that to be like, there we go, I've got it in, oh, <laughs> yeah, I've tricked you. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, so you know, pumpkin can be used for making pumpkin pie, as we said, bread, soups, uh, muffins, smoothies, pancakes, oatmeal, absolutely anything. You can use it as an alternative to mashed potato. You can make cheesecake out of it you can even make pumpkin spice milk tea so there's loads of things that you can use pumpkin for i never thought of those things well i thought of some but that's a lot (laughs) that's great cruzy yeah it's super i think i find it really really interesting um but yeah of course there's lots of there's lots of ways that we can use pumpkin and pumpkin spice and um, i just find pumpkin spice as itself a really really interesting thing in terms of that exactly this that cultural phenomenon of how it of how it finds its way into these menus and it finds its way into Starbucks menus and different spice blends and different products because it really is leveraging on the fact that people just love it. And it's true. So even though it only originally debuted in 2000, I think 2003, 2015 was when they started including real pumpkin in it. Um, it only debuted in a hundred Starbucks shops in Vancouver, um, British Columbia and Washington, D.C., obviously cold places, right? So that's quite clever. But now it's available around the world, and it's the most popular seasonal beverage of all time for Starbucks. And since 2003, in the U.S. alone, Starbucks has sold over 424 million pumpkin spice lattes. I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. You can't see my jaw, but it's like, wow. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And um, 
and yeah, and and it, because it is this representation of autumn, and it has, I mean, everything about it, the colours, the fragrances, the smell of it, um, it's yeah, as I said, it's been in everything. I mean, there's hummus. Uh, even drinks have pumpkins, like as in like fizzy drinks have pumpkin spice flavor. Marshmallows, mac and cheese with pumpkin spice, like absolutely what? anybody. That's um, that's a weird flavor profile. M- yeah, macaroni and cheese and pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's not really mine. But my favorite, actually, that I saw was um, spam. Pumpkin spice flavored spam, as in like tinned <laughs> spam. Luncheon meat. Luncheon meat. Yes. Yep. Yeah, fascinating. Yes, but um, apparently they um, so yeah. So as I said, Starbucks are the one who really made this a marketing idea, a genius marketing idea. Um, and it's a good thing that they called it the pumpkin spice latte, which is super catchy because they were originally going to call it the fall harvest latte, but that just wouldn't have been as as like I mean, it's just a beautiful example of like clever branding and marketing. A full harvest latte would just not have had the same impact or been as popular. It just doesn't capture what you're trying to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually find my favorite part of the entire pumpkin spice trend is that because it is so, so popular um, around the world, especially in the U- U.S., and because you can, you know, it is a symbol of autumn and fall and you know all the good things that come with the seasonal change and being rugged up in like woven sweaters i mean like this is obviously a lifestyle that we're just saying we're exposed to through popular culture this is not what we go through yeah because it's like 27 degrees right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly it's arctic out there for us um but yeah so because it has those sort of um those 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 things about it. Um, it. It does become something that everyone kind of jumps on this trend with it and they love it and they use it a lot in their own social media. So what I found really funny is I have no quotes for you today, Noreen, because when I was searching for quotes, it was giving me whole lists of things that people could use in their Instagram captions when they were taking photos of their pumpkin spice latte. That's fine, Chris. You gave me plenty of recipe ideas. So yeah, 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 there we go. But yeah, it was like things like people saying like pumpkin spice of life. And like, you know, like, let's pumpkin spice it up. And like, it was just really funny. Pumpkin like, pages spice and pages. girls. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll happily form that group, actually, even if I'm not the biggest pumpkin spice fan. But anyway, it has inspired me a little bit to think about, um, the, you know, uh, as we have to find a few more reasons to feel grateful and happy and content where we all are in our strange, strange world that we live in right now, that something as silly and frivolous as spice blend um making people feel cozy and like this sense of anticipation for the changing season is kind of something i'm probably going to jump on if i'm being completely honest exactly um, the in, little things yeah. to, to, to the spice up our things, lives the little things exactly well cruz thank you so much for sharing that little piece of magic with 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 us and with our listeners i shall give it a try and 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 <laughs> should i see it in a coffee shop i will give it a, a try and and i'll let you know how it goes i'll tell them less coffee or decaf or something like that <laughs> <laughs> good one thank you so much for your time this afternoon cruzy mccalligan back again next wednesday thank you Bye. bye